This is the Morning Rush on Eon Sports Radio. And it be fair to say that uh, we've just had a bit of a hole in our hearts since the uh, Rio games, haven't we, Bianca? Definitely. It just hasn't been the same without our friends. Well, the good news is is that they're back. Mossy and Robbo, the juggernaut that you can follow on Twitter, at uh, Mossy and Robbo. You can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. They're covering everything at the moment. The boys are absolutely everywhere. Uh, and it's nice to have Robbo back on the line. Uh, we've missed you, my man. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Bianca. And good morning, listeners. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's um, we we couldn't keep ourselves away. We thought, I I personally, I haven't got the whole Rio experience out of my system, and Mossy pays me out a little bit for it. I've been wearing the uniform and, and getting ready for <laughs> pretending to go to the the events every day since I've been home. So I'm really missing it. And look, literally, I've just had my kids screaming at me at the TV. I'm at my home in Newcastle. And the Australian team has literally just walked out on the uh, Maracanã in the opening ceremony. So I'm getting goosebumps again. I feel like I'm back there. Now, tell us about the opening ceremony. What is it, what is it like compared to the one that you witnessed a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, look, I think it's, it looks awesome, actually. I'd love, love to have been there. From what I've seen so far on uh, Channel 7's coverage, it looks fantastic. Lots of colour and movement, as you'd expect, and lots of music and a uh, nice little beach scene portrayed before. But... Um, yeah, the, 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 the highlight for me so far, they had a countdown from 10 to naught to kick the whole thing off. And the, the, on, the, on the naught, um, a, fellow, a stunt, stunt man in the wheelchair came down. What? His name's Aaron Wheels Fotheringham, and he came down a massive ramp and did this huge big jump, and that kicked off the whole opening ceremony. And that sort of sets the scene, I guess, in a little way. You, you, you guys have probably seen the, the, the Superhumans uh, ad that uh, Channel 4 in... in um, England yes, have, have put yep. out and uh, you know it really has an amazing vibe the Paralympics different different to the uh, able-bodied Olympics and um, and I, I guess yeah you see that and it just takes your breath away and I think we're in for a, um, a couple of weeks of that sort of reaction to, to some of the things that we're going to see. Now how did Brad Ness go carrying the flag? He looked very solid yeah yeah he's <laughs> a stalwart of, of wheelchair basketball he had two a firm grip um, on the on the flag, and he was looking like he was taking it in his stride. I heard uh, Kurt Fernley was wh- uh, whispering he was a bit nervous, apparently, <laughs> going into it. But, um, look, uh, he's taken it in his stride. It looks like the Aussies were having an absolute ball. The outfits, I've got to say, is pr- are pretty eye-catching as well and pretty bold for an Australian team to, um, I guess, go away from just the, the, the simple green and gold. And they've gone with the, the ochre of the outback. That's yeah, I saw see, a photo yeah. on socials, yeah. I think it's fantastic, yeah. So... I'm going to try and see if I can get my mate Kurt Fernley to uh, give me a loan of his of his jacket and pants at some point. It looks <laughs> looks looks exceptional. <laughs> you <Yeah>, mate, <laughs> what event are you looking forward to the most? Look, we we've been lucky enough, Mossy and I, to to have worked with the athletes in the athletics um, scene around Australia. So we, we've got to know a lot of the guys in track and field once again. And so I guess that's again our, our soft spot. And looking forward to cheering on. Some big performances there. There's a couple of names I'll throw out at you that you may not have heard of. There's a young girl, Isis Holt, who yes. holds world records in 100 and 200 metres for her classification on the track. She's only about 15, I think. She might be 16. And she's Victorian? And, um, she's Victorian, yeah, yep. from Melbourne Girls Grammar School. And she's expected to do very, very well. So she'll, I reckon if she's not already, she'll be a household name by the end of these couple of weeks. So um, some big things to happen there. And then... Locally, yeah, I mentioned Kurt Fernley. This is his last hurrah, and he'll he'll go in a few events, the 5,000, 1,500 metres, I think the 4x4 four four relay, but it'll all finish for him at the Copacabana with the men's wheelchair marathon on the final day. So 
Uh, he looks to have you know more determination in his eye. He's been training the house down, doing splits quicker than he's done in 10 years, and I think he's really up for this one. And uh, again, there's a, a local soft spot there. I actually share the same exact same birthday as Kurt, so <laughs> we're, we're more or less um, we're more or less related. And uh, yeah, so a lot of lot of emotion for Kurt going into that final day. Now, there's um, one athlete who was actually at the Olympics two weeks ago, Melissa Tapper, who is also going to be competing in the Paralympics in the the table tennis. What a yeah. huge achievement for her! It's- it, it is, isn't it? Great, and you just get to double you, double up your wardrobe. You get all those <laughs> uniforms. There's a, a mate I know who's one of the coaches, middle distance coaches for the athletics team. Same deal. I, I've seen him in his photo uh, going into the opening ceremony this morning with all the new kit. So, look, it's fantastic for, for Melissa, and I guess she's had the warm-up, as, as a lot of the guys have been saying. The, the curtain raise is done now, and she can get into the serious event of the Paralympics. So, we, we wish uh, Melissa all the very best. And, yeah, I'm not sure. I was actually thinking on the drive back from work the other day. I, I don't know how many other people around um, in, in other countries are in the same situation, how many others have done the double at, at, these, para, at these para and uh, Olympic Games and how often that's been done previously. So I'd say it would be a rare club she's part of. Absolutely, because wouldn't Oscar Pretorius be one of the only other ones that's done? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking yeah. too. It's incredible. And she's also a Victorian because I often see her at the gym. And of course. Just tr- like I've always wanted to challenge her in a game and then you actually watch her live <laughs> and you're like, whoa, that is some yeah. serious hitting. Yep, yep. And, and look, table tennis as well, it's one of those games where all, all Aussies, it's a bit like the handball that we tried to get up. Yep. You know, we, all, we all back each other, don't we? We all think, oh, yeah, I'm pretty good at that. And I, and I reckon <laughs> it would take a game against Melissa to probably bring you down to earth a bit, a bit and see where you really were. Now, talking about handball, before we uh, let you go, uh, your v- videos are just going viral at the moment. You, you went to Rio on a mission, uh, and I would imagine, based on the number of views that you're getting, that it's mission achieved. Look, it's getting out there, guys, and, and I'm certainly, it, it seems like it's touching the younger population. If you haven't seen it yet, jump onto the Mossy and Robbo Facebook page, and, and yeah, our, our handball missionary work. Look, there's been a lot of um, debate about certain rules, and even the name of the sport, guys. I've had people um, very heatedly saying, oh, you're idiots, it's not called handball, it's called four square and oh, two yes. square. I and- didn't know it as four square. Four square, there you go. Yeah, so that, that never, never never rang a bell for me at Dorigo primary school and um (laughs) it's funny how it's funny how those people are so passionate about it It brings back their youth i think and it's great to see that kids are still still playing it these days so i think uh i'm not sure if some people have actually taken it fairly seriously that that handball is going to be in the 2020 tokyo game so there's some kids out there i think they're training already uh in the hope that they'll be able to pull on the the uh green and gold blazer and compete for their country in handball. So it's, it's very exciting times, guys. And, yeah, thanks for your support in uh, <laughs> helping sum up the interest. We'll, look you... forward, we'll have to come down and challenge you guys. Absolutely. Oh, bring it on. I'd be more than happy to do that. What kind of attributes do you need to be good at handball? Oh, I, I, I think everything and nothing. You can, you, can, you know, that's, that's the beautiful thing. You can, you can, um, you can have, go into it with pretty, you know, minimal amounts of skill and ability but and still do okay. But... Look, I think you do need uh, that. That all-round sporting ability goes pretty well, and you know, Bianca, with that hand-eye coordination, you'll know the benefits of that in in, in your field, and and uh, and I guess speed around the court, but also a bit of a cunningness as well to maybe manipulate the rules and <laughs> and um, I am good yeah, at that. Like, local advantage as well. Be, be able to sort of think think on your feet and maybe manufacture a new rule if if needed be. So. 
There's um, it's a, look, it's a great sport, a very democratic sport. It's one of the only sports around the world where you don't actually have any referees or umpires. It's all self-governed, and maybe that's maybe that's the way forward. It's maybe it's bringing peace and harmony around the world if we can have more. Uh, negotiations run like that, then maybe the world will be a better place. So we're, we're leading the way with handball, we like to think. Aussie handball. There'd be no wars if uh, Aussie handball was around in, in the 1900s. There's no doubt That's about right. that, Robbo. No they doubt about that. They should have all just settled it, settled it with a game of ace, king, queen, dunce, and they would have figured it out. That's right. <laughs> That's how all of the big issues in the world need to be settled in, in the next little while. Uh, thank right. you, as always, for joining us, mate. As we said, it was great to catch up with you and uh, see what you're up to. We follow. We can follow your work on Twitter, at Mossy and Robbo, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat as well. The boys have got every social media medium uh, covered uh, and we'll check in with you soon but thank you for joining us this morning no cheers guys enjoy and can't wait to sink our, t- our teeth into this paralympic extravaganza over in rio cheers great to have you on the program and great to see the paralympians out at the maracanana just uh, looking fantastic it is a bit of a different uniform but i think it looks good it's won my vote and i think it's good that it's different too that they don't have to wear the same as what was worn yeah. at the olympics that they can be their own team and And I think that they're going to do very well as a team. I'm looking forward to it.